0: to the Natural Healthcare Show. If you struggle with weight or belly fat, have metabolism issues, or find it hard to fall asleep but are always tired, Dr. Brian Foley is here to lead you on a path to better health through a natural approach to healthcare. If you would like to talk to Dr. Brian Foley, give us a call at 615-737-9986. Now, here's your hosts for today's show, Dr. Brian Foley. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley. And I'm your alternative doctor. And uh, we have another alternative doctor online here. uh, And that is Dr. Rob. Doc, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So we're doing this uh, show live. We're not in the studio as of yet, but hopefully we'll be in there uh, shortly. And uh, we're giving you all this uh, information on how to get healthy, stay healthy, and do it all naturally. Uh, Dr. Rob's at his house. I'm at my house. Uh, We're doing this by magic. And our producer... Uh, Greg, he puts it all together for us. Uh, a couple of things here before we get going on our topic here, and I do have a question that came in on the uh, email here. Uh, first of all, we have some uh, webinars. We got two of them. They're the, on the same subject the neuropathy webinars. If you're having any problems with your feet or your hands, numbness, tingling, can't, can't, uh, Uh, stand on them very long, losing balance, burning at night, can't sleep because of it, you need to come to the neuropathy webinar. If you'd like to attend that, that is absolutely and totally free. 615-333-0056. 615-333-0056. Or you can uh, go to our website, which you should go anyways, youralternativedoctor.com. And then under events, you can Uh, schedule for the uh, webinars. Uh, If you'd like to, if you're not able to make it into our office and you'd like to uh, still take that journey and that first step onto better health, uh, we do offer services at all kinds of different levels. So everybody can participate and get healthy. You can request a symptom survey. This is much like filling out a quiz. It's totally and absolutely free. And you just request that through the email, myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. That's myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. We'll get that out to you right away. You just fill it out online uh, in your email, basically. And then you send it back to us. Dr. Rob and myself will look at that and we will put together a whole food nutritional protocol to address the issues that come up in that area there. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. So we got a big announcement. We're starting our live in-house uh, w- uh, workshops. We'll be talking about the thyroid. We'll be talking about Hoshimoto's. We'll be talking about the adrenals, the liver, uh, ovaries with women, how to get healthy, stay healthy, and do it all naturally. That's going to be July 17th, which is a Saturday. It's going to be at 10 a.m. If you'd like to uh, participate in that. Uh, you'll learn all kinds of new things, things you never know known about, things we don't talk about on the radio. Uh, you will uh, need to reserve your seat. This will fill up fast. Uh, 615-333-0021. 615-333-0021. Just leave your name and number, and we will uh, reserve your seat. Uh, We need your phone number, too, so that we can confirm and reserve your seat. Just leave your name and number, and we will uh, get you on the list. Now, we do have a radio show special. If you're just sick and tired of being sick and tired, you just say, hey, I want to come straight in. I don't care about any of these webinars or live workshops. Uh, I want to get well right now. You can call our office at 615-333-0021 and just say hey i want to come in on the radio special leave your name and number and on monday i will have one of my staff give you a call normally what people would pay is 178 dollars and you're going to get it for 89 that's the radio special just call leave your name and number and we'll return that call Th- these spots fill up fast too so you do need to call and leave your name number and one of the staff will give you a call on monday to get you scheduled in All right, Doc. So here's the question that came over. It was from Mary. And she says, uh, I was diagnosed with hypothyroid about two years ago. I am on level thyroxine. Uh, Now, I was also told uh, that I have Hoshimoto's. What can be done naturally to help me so I don't have to take the medication for the thyroid? All right. So we'll sort through that there. First of all, the medication for the thyroid is actually synthetic T4. Uh, anytime that you're taking something for your thyroid, it actually bypasses the thyroid. And then in the long run, it shuts the thyroid down. So it takes a little time to reverse these. And if you were diagnosed with Hoshimoto's, your level thyroxin has nothing to do with Hoshimoto's. That's a whole separate issue. That's an autoimmune disease. And luckily, we have a nutritional protocol that will, first of all, protect the thyroid, second of all, reduce the attack on the thyroid, and third, will eliminate the, uh, and reverse the uh, Hoshimoto's. Last year, we had uh, it was either three or four people come in at the beginning of the year, same circumstance, and had Hoshimoto's, and at the end of the year, they no longer had Hoshimoto's, we reversed it and went dormant. And that was verified by blood work too. So Doc, what would where would we start with uh, Mary here as far as helping her naturally?
1: So uh, we start uh, just by making that overall assessment we mentioned earlier, uh, you know, is the gut a big part of what's going on? How healthy is your immune system? Um, part, part of any immune autoimmune issue is going to be your uh your immune system either inappropriately attacking things uh that are weak or it's weak itself and basically not able to it's trying to uh attack basically everything so um there's there's a issue on one side or the other the thyroid is a separate issue where uh your thyroid function is not uh working and uh and so whether or not that what which part is all going on would be part of our assessment. But to start off with, we might uh, look at that uh, that mineral uh, issue. Uh, that's a big one. We might uh, say, OK, I'm, you know, is your is your thyroid missing minerals? Is it missing uh, other nutrients that needs to use the minerals? Um, and uh, and of course, uh, assess all that, see if that's needed in her nutrition profile. Um, And then um, also you would look at uh, grain consumption. We have a hard time healing the thyroid if somebody's eating grains.
0: That's correct, especially if they have uh, autoimmune disease. If you have one autoimmune disease, which is the Hoshimoto's uh, part of this, and it really doesn't have anything to do with your thyroid except the thyroid is the target, it's actually a digestive issue. Uh, They don't know with this Hoshimoto's what turns it on but 80 to 90% of your uh, immune system is digestion, and they don't know what turns it off. Uh, But we know what turns it off, cleaning up the digestive system. But if you have one autoimmune disease, you're going to be prone to have more. That's why this is vitally important for people that have autoimmune disease to actually get that handled. Now, unfortunately, this Hoshimoto's uh, part of this question in medicine, it's totally ignored. There's no medicine to fix Hoshimoto's. And here's another thing that, uh, that I've seen happen quite a bit is that they're told their medicine for their thyroid is helping their Hoshimoto's, which is absolutely, totally false. Their uh, level thyroxine in this case, which is synthetic T4, is the hormone that the thyroid is supposed to be making. So if you were diagnosed hypothyroid, it means that you're not making enough uh, T4. Uh, So one approach is, well, let's just put in the T4. And in some cases, you you may have to. Now, let's see. I think she said, yeah, she said she was on this for about two years now. So in some cases, you have to. But let's look at this as a short-term solution, not a long-term. So we want to build underneath that T4. Now, there's a little bit of a catch-22 when we do this with the thyroid because it's shutting down that gland. I'm sure doc, you've heard if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So we're not using the thyroid because we're putting in the level thyroxine. So we're going to lose some of it. So it takes a little time to turn this uh, around and build underneath that. And then what I like is they go to their uh, regular medical doctor, they're doing the blood work and the uh, medicine starts to reduce down. We know we're getting to the point where in some cases, we may not even need the medicine at, at some point in time. Now, we always have to be careful and you mentioned grains here. The, the one thing that I wanted to point out is that if you have an autoimmune disease, you have to be gluten-free. There's no no uh, ands, ifs or buts about it gluten increases the attack of the autoimmune and speaking of gluten maybe uh, for those uh, new listeners here doc you could explain what is gluten where does it come from
1: gluten is the uh, protein in wheat um and oats that have been crossbred with wheat and uh it is um a sticky substance that um uh, it provides you some protein but it's uh, it's just been changed into something uh through modern breeding just regular breeding not gmo or anything just uh the conventional wheat out there they've increased the gluten amount they've made it more uh uh more uh abundant in the actual grain itself and of course in the foods they concentrate it as well it's, it's uh concentrated and put back into your uh flour or into your um your bread and it is the thing that holds that bread together um but unfortunately it is also an issue with um uh it it also causes issues for the uh digestion because it's the thing that makes that hole those holes in the gut the leaky gut and uh and of course if you've got a hole in your digestive system uh now that's a it's a wound And if you get a lot of them, your your immune system will start really noticing and uh, start paying attention there, starts to get a little bit overactive. And that's that beginning is about autoimmune issue.
0: That's right. And and once you're, uh, even if you're not gluten sensitive, you do have to watch that uh, gluten. Uh, And again, food companies love gluten because it's sticky. The derivation of gluten comes from the word glue. So it's sticky, it holds things together. So you got to watch out. It's in gravies, it's in ketchup, it's all over the place. So you got to be careful. And it, when somebody comes in with autoimmune, I know we have a battle ahead of us because it is not easy to be gluten-free, believe me. Um, but once, well, I'm not gluten sensitive or or need to be uh, gluten-free, but I sure watch my intake of wheat products it's actually in wheat, rye, and barley. They crossbred, highbred our wheat, and they actually ruined it. There's five times more gluten in our wheat now than there ever was. So we gotta be really careful with that. And this is one thing that we have to handle uh, when somebody comes in with an autoimmune. And it doesn't matter if it's Hoshimoto's or anything else. So I hopefully, Mary, we uh, gave you some insight on that. And I would really uh, encourage you to just call the office, come in, and we can actually sort this out. It's better if you're in front of us so we can figure it out. And what we're going to do is take another short break. We'll be back after the break. Listeners, this is Dr. Brian Foley, your alternative doctor, and I'm online here with Dr. Rob, also your alternative doctor. Uh, Now, I did get another uh, email here. Somebody wants to know about the uh, health survey. They didn't get the full uh, place to request that. Now, our health survey, what that is, is that's a much like taking a quiz. This is for people that can't make it into the office, uh, but we can get you to take your first step. Uh, on your journey to better health. And it's absolutely and totally free. All you have to do is email me at myfreehealthsurvey. That's all one word, myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. Email me that and uh, we will get you out that survey just as quick as possible. All you do is fill it out, send it back, and then we will email you back your protocol in a way that you can get the supplements, even if you can't get into the office. Uh, There's a way to do that now. So myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. Now, Doc, it occurred to me during the commercial that, you know, we've been talking about the thyroid and the adrenals, but... It's not just a weak thyroid. There's actually four different things that could be affecting that thyroid. It could be a food allergy of some type uh, that you're sensitive to food. And you could have just one gland or organ that's sensitive to a certain food, believe it or not. You've ran across that, haven't you, Doc? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It could be a chemical of some type, some type of chemical that got into your body. It could be... um, a heavy metal that got into your body affecting your thyroid, or it could be um, an immune challenge, what we call an immune challenge. Something's going on with viruses, bacteria, uh, yeast or parasites, yeast or fungus or parasites. Uh, So that can all be sorted out. Um, And there's a phenomenon that can happen with scars Uh, Those could be affecting the thyroid if we're using that as our example. So through this nutritional response testing that we do, um, we're able to sort that out and find out which one, if any of them, it could be just a weak thyroid on its own too, uh, which one of those are affecting it so that we can address that issue. So let's say that we had some uh, heavy metals uh, affecting your thyroid. Well, we could get in there with nutrition to get the heavy metals or the burden off of the thyroid and get the thyroid itself uh, up and working uh, much better. Now, Doc, one thing that people uh, probably haven't ever heard of, and we don't talk about it much once in a while, is scars. How could a scar somewhere in your body affect, say, your thyroid?
1: Okay, uh, this one is... Uh, definitely needs a little explanation because you say, well, well, the scar might be uh, something that's one and it's been done for a long time. I I had that scar when I was a kid or uh, that scar was two years ago or five years ago. But uh, what is going on with scars? If you have a big enough scar, uh, like I've got a big scar on my on my uh, leg. And when I um, would have have water run over that scar after it healed, I was a kid. Like, I can't feel that water running over that scar. That's weird. And, uh, and it's because the nerves in the scar are not healed all the way. They're, they don't work the same way that they used to. In fact, um, they heal in these loops. This was discovered by a doctor in Germany. Uh, that they're, The nerves aren't straight like you'd think. They're healing in these loops, and, uh, and so they act kind of like a little battery, or a, they just don't act like a normal nerve. And uh, when they receive signals, they don't release them like they should, and they might release them all at once or in strange directions, causes problems generally for your body. Sometimes, you never know. Sometimes that won't affect other things, but sometimes it will, and we can find that with nutrition response testing. And the times that we would care about that is if it's blocking your healing.
0: That's right. We call that an active scar. Not all scars do this, but and you can't tell uh, from the scar. It doesn't matter the size. It doesn't matter if it's small, big, how long you've had it. It could be an active scar. So through this nutritional response testing, we can test and see. Your skin has a meshwork of nerve fibers in there, and when those nerve fibers get cut for any reason, Um, They and they don't heal, like you were talking about there, Doc, and they don't heal, uh, then they act as an antenna, and they draw energy, healing energy, away from different glands and organs. Uh, You could conceivably have a scar on your big toe affecting your thyroid. There's all kinds of uh, energy flows in the body, and it could be affecting your thyroid. Uh, I don't know how many people I've found a scar on. They weren't doing well, uh, for some reason the, we, the scar didn't come up and it wasn't until we handled that scar did they actually start getting healthy. And if you say, well, I have no scars on my body. Well, we all have one scar. And guess what that is, doc? It's
1: the belly button.
0: The belly button. Yes. I, I would say just the, about 20% of all adults that come into our office, uh, have an active scar which is the belly button and so it, it it's just never healed or especially with women you know the women that get pregnant of course that belly is way out there and it's pulling and tugging on that skin and it can open up that belly button a little bit and it becomes active and then of course that's going to lead to other health issues i've had one person come in this has happened to uh, to me uh twice One person come in, they only test for one thing. And the way you deactivate a scar is you uh, put wheat germ oil on it. And there's a certain way you have to do that. And you put wheat germ oil on it and that's all they tested for. These two people that came in, they didn't test for anything else. So we found an active scar. One of them, it was their belly button. And the other one, it was a scar on the leg. And they went home, I told them how to do it. They went home and within one week, all their energy started to come back, they were sleeping better. And then they started testing for some other uh, nutrition that they needed. So these things that uh, we kind of take for granted, like, oh, it's just a scar, uh, really can affect uh, all kinds of uh, parts of your body and health of your body. Here's another little thing, since we're talking about scars, is tattoos. Guess what a big thing is nowadays, doc?
1: Oh, tattooing. Getting a tattoo,
0: yeah. Now, you were in the service, right? You were in the Army? Yes. Ah, yeah, you didn't get any tattoos?
1: I did not get any tattoos.
0: Oh, how did you get through that? I was in the Navy, and, of course, if you're in the Navy, you have to have a tattoo. So I have one, which I wished I didn't get, but I got it. But I, I had a guy come in. He had a Bible verse on on his shoulder, and it was quite long. And he had this active scar. So he showed me where he had a scar here and a scar there. And they were all healed up. And I says, well, do you have any tattoos? He says, yes. And showed me his arm. And we had to go through each word. And there was one word right in the middle of uh, his paragraph. It was a Bible sentence. And right in the middle of the paragraph, that was active. And we had to take uh, the wheat germ oil and rub it on that one word. That's the only one that was there. So sometimes these things as uh, like tattoos can act as a scar. It depends on when the tattoo artist and how far the tattoo artist actually pushed in on that. So uh, those, are th- those are things and obstacles that we have to sort out when we're trying to get somebody healthy. And we've been talking about the thyroid, we've been talking about the adrenals. Uh, we should, since we're talking about uh, glands, maybe mention the pituitary doc,
1: Oh, yeah. We can't uh, talk about whole body health without that. Uh, So if you, yeah, if we were to think about uh, the pituitary gland as like an analogy, um, they'd kind of be like the um, air traffic control at an airport. Um, All, you know, you go here, you go there. Hey, don't do that. They're they're flying through. Um, The pituitary gland is this master control gland in your brain. And it's right kind of in the center of your brain. And uh, what, for all you people who are thyroid uh, hy- hypothyroid, um, have a hypothyroid test of the TSH, that's a hormone coming from the pituitary. Um, and so it's controlling absolutely everything uh, through a system of, uh, of hormones. And also there's some um, nerve signals that get sent out from there. Well, the pituitary, uh, if you have a problem up there, uh, say the the air traffic control guy spills his coffee in his lap. Boy, there's if there's nobody to back him up, there's some problems. You got to keep communication going, and uh, and so the pituitary um, is very important. And we test uh, for pituitary problems all the time.
0: Yeah, and it's the number one thing I find. You know, these children that get uh, labeled ADHD and uh, all that kind of stuff, and they're on Ritalin and and that. The number one thing I find is a weak pituitary with those kids. So you start change, you start supporting that pituitary gland, and in a lot of cases, uh, you can eliminate and uh, reduce this uh, diagnosis that they have of uh, ADHD.
1: Yeah, so, and another example might be uh, somebody's on levothyroxine for, or you know, uh, thyroid medicine for hypothyroid. And uh, and because their thyroid's low, um, and uh, and the problem is coming from the pituitary. Um, You know, you got a low TSH uh, hormone. That's the one that tells the thyroid how much to produce. And say it's low, or or say it's high, um, or or whatever it is. If it's the if the problem is coming from the pituitary, um, then it doesn't matter how much you help the thyroid. You're still going to have this. Uh, this control problem of too much, too little, usually too little. All right. uh, Doc,
0: hold your thought. We're going to take a break. All right. We'll see. We'll continue this after the break. listeners, you are listening to the longest running natural healthcare show in Nashville. Uh, We've been getting people healthy for many, many years, getting them to take their first uh, step onto their journey to better health. And I just want to let you know a couple more things here one more time on what's going on in our office. If you want to participate in this July the 17th, That's a little ways away, but you really need need to reserve your seat. These seats are going to fill up fast. We're very limited on them. We're starting our live in-house talks again and how to get healthy, stay healthy, do it naturally. We'll be talking about the thyroid. We'll talk about Hoshimoto's. Uh, We're going to talk about the liver. We're going to talk about how to lose weight, how to get healthy, stay healthy. Talk about the adrenals. And with women, we're going to be talking about the ovaries. We're going to go over lots of stuff on how to get healthy, stay healthy, and do it naturally. And if you'd like to participate in that, you'd like to be part of the um, people that are coming, uh, just call 615-333-0021, 615-333-0021. Leave your name and your phone number so that uh, we can call you and confirm that you do have your seat. Uh, leave your name and your phone number, and uh, we will put you on the list. You'll be the first in this year. As a matter of fact, first in, in two years, I think, almost two years. Uh, if you want uh, the, my free health survey, if you can't make it into the uh, workshops, you can't come into the office, you can always um, Request a free symptom survey at myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. That's myfreehealthsurvey at gmail.com. Dr. Rob and myself, we look at all of these that come in, and we put together a whole food, real food, nutritional protocol for you to to have. And we'll show you how you can uh, do that, and you can do it all online. Uh, The last thing, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you want to just come straight in, All you have to do is call the office. I'll give you the number again in a minute. And you just tell them, hey, I heard you on the radio show. I'd like that radio show special, which is $89, normally $178, but it's an $89 value. And not a value, it's $89. It's $178 value. So you just call 615 333 0021. 615 333 0021. And Just tell them I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I'm coming straight in. Leave your name and number, and one of our staff will call you on Monday, and get you scheduled in. All right, Doc. Now we were talking about the uh, pituitary there, how that in inter- uh, how that relates to the body. Did you finish all your communication on that one?
1: Well, yeah, it's just talking about how if it's the problem with the thyroid, um, having the uh, support for the thyroid will work. But if the problem is not the thyroid, if you have hypothyroid because of the pituitary, you got to look at the pituitary, what it needs. And that's that whole body approach that we take.
0: That's right. Yeah, you could have a thyroid problem, and uh, it appears to be a thyroid problem, but it's really a pituitary problem. That's that small little gland about as big as a dime right in the uh, middle of your brain there, and it is the control center for everything. So, Doc, we're going to move down the body here a little bit, and we'll talk about the stomach here. But before we do that, I want to read a success story here uh, relating to the stomach, and it's called acid reflux. I had acid reflux on a regular basis for years. Just two weeks into the program, the acid reflux is gone. How nice to eat food and not have it come back up. That's the way it should be. Thanks, Dr. Foley and Dr. Rob, for everything you're doing. And that was put out by James there. Um, So acid reflux, doc, what do you know about that?
1: Well, it's really common for one. And uh, people that have acid reflux, there's so many of them that live on their antacids um, or they're taking a prescription medication for it which is the exact opposite of what your body would like you to do. Um, but what your body would like you to do, most people wouldn't just think to go right out and do. Um, and the reason for it is you need to, you need more acid for your stomach. And, uh, and they, um, uh, the reason for that is the top of the stomach has a muscle. It closes it off, it seals it up and it will respond to acid. It actually, the more acid your uh, acidic, your stomach gets, the tighter it will squeeze. And uh, so when people have acid reflux, it's not uh, because they have too much acid. It's because they don't have enough to close it up. And so they'll feel this uh, after a meal or when they lay down, uh, they'll get that uh, that acidy feeling. And, uh, and it's just that their stomach, the way that it functions is not being served well. Let's serve it a little better. and We could just give it some more acid and it will close it up.
0: That's right. Your stomach is the most acidy thing in your body. (laughs) Don't say that fast twice. Um, (laughs) Your your stomach is very acidic. Let's put it that way. So uh, it's, it's, the pH is like one to three. And uh, there's a acid base uh, acidity. And then there's uh, the alkalinity. I think it goes up to about 15. So if your stomach uh, between if it's the pH is uh, one to three, that is the ideal place for uh, food to get broken down and metabolized in your stomach. If that pH goes up to five, metabolism actually stops in your stomach. That's why your food will just sit there and it goes through a process called putrefication. And that little valve that you were talking about, anytime, anytime something's putrefying, It's uh, rotting basically in your stomach and it'll wear and tear on that little valve you were talking about. And that valve opens up. And then what little acid you do have in your stomach comes up and the person tastes it. And usually the way it starts is they say, Oh my God, I'm, um, I must have a lot of acid in there. I can taste it. And then they'll go get Tums and whatever else. And then that gets a little worse and then they go get on Nexium uh, and then uh, they continue on this stuff for years. And what that does is those are buffers and they keep that pH uh, very high uh, over that five area. So you always need that uh, acid, they have a lot of buffers in there it makes it feel better, but it's not fixing the problem. So you
1: know, It's a little well, amazing to me that, uh, that people who make these uh, antacids and people who uh, recommend them, that somebody somewhere along the way didn't say, wait a minute. Isn't the stomach supposed to be acidic? Yeah,
0: exactly. It would to you and me. It makes sense, but obviously, it doesn't make sense if you're trying to uh, sell products uh, for people that have acid reflux. And I can't close- remember how many millions of people are walking around, especially with our food supply, uh, with acid reflux. Acid reflux is a big business for uh, chemical uh, companies. Sure. So. Uh, if we went around and fixed all the acid reflux, uh, I think uh, we might have a few pharmaceutical companies mad at us.
1: <laughs> you know what is great about this problem, fixing this problem is that the digestion begins, of course, in the mouth when you chew, but a huge component of the ability of your digestion to work well is that acid component. It's going right. to be uh, killing off uh, viruses, bacteria, um, different things in the gut. And it's a really great way to block off all of the things, all of the uh, those little critters that would like to get at your food. You're going to kill them off right away in the stomach, and uh, and so when we fix this problem, it fixes a lot of other problems.
0: That's right. So uh, that brings up the immune system again. Uh, 80 to 90 percent of your immune system is digestion. So when you chew food, uh, your saliva actually has a certain enzyme in there. If there's some bad bacteria or or yeast or virus or whatever it starts to work on it right there by chewing the food and having good saliva we also have products that work with saliva glands because a lot of people don't have that good quality saliva and
1: believe it or not
0: yeah and and, then so it goes from your mouth then it goes down the uh chute there and it's supposed to end up in a vat of acid which is your stomach and anything left over that the the uh, saliva didn't uh, handle would be uh, eaten up or destroyed in the acid of your stomach. But if you don't have any acid or you have acid reflux, now you're more prone to have other problems, uh, bad bacteria, viruses, yeast. We all have good yeast, we all have bad yeast. Uh, but if we don't have... Uh, good acid in the stomach we're going to have more bad yeast and more bad bacteria than good and it throws that balance out uh, in there and then it also helps prepare the food for the liver and the intestinal tracts
1: right All and right. Then, uh, once you get that happening the uh, i guess want to keep going down the line here
0: yep we sure can
1: um well i won't get too far we got about a minute but um Uh, Then it's going to empty out. And this is where the big guns, uh, the liver comes into play. And so the liver is going to be dumping out bile, hopefully enough bile to neutralize all the acid. And um, that bile and that acid together are stimulants for the movement of your intestines. And that will set you up for a good bowel movement, which uh, is hard to come by. There's about 60 million people in this country who have a problem with that constipation.
0: All right. Well, hold that thought and uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be back after the break. All right. Welcome back, listeners. This is Dr. Brian Foley and Dr. Rob. We are your alternative doctors, and we've been talking about uh, overall health, how we view health, how we uh, handle certain glands and organs in the body. Uh, We made it down to the uh, liver and a little bit into the digestive uh, system there. Uh, But uh, I did want to just quickly talk about the gallbladder. Uh, There's a couple of things with the gallbladder that we have to be careful of. One of them is that that bile salts that Dr. Rob was talking about before the break, um, those bile salts, they can be of poor quality. And if that's of poor quality, that's really a liver issue. The ducts of the liver actually make that, and there's a way to handle that. Uh, How do you know if you have a problem with bile? Well, you got to look at the stool. Isn't that correct, Doc?
1: That's right. If you... uh... If you look at the stool, there's different um, uh, presentation you're gonna, I'm, I'll let you talk about it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, there's there's definitely different colors. So basically uh, if your stool is, uh, is sandy brown looking then you have a bile problem. You, you have a gallbladder problem. Uh, so it could be due to poor quality uh, bile salts or it could be due to the bile salts got too thick in that area there. Fairly easy to handle. We put in a product called Colacol. And Colacol is a a product for good quality bile salts. It gets the liver, there's liver support in there. gets the liver to make the good bile salts. Uh, Also, uh, if it's too thick, we use a product called fast food liquid. Fast food liquid goes in there and cleans the ducts of the liver up. Now, what if you don't have a gallbladder at all? Your gallbladder is removed. Well, yeah, I know that you've been told you can live without a gallbladder, but you're not going to live comfortably because now it's a timing issue. Your food goes through the liver, stimulates the liver. The gallbladder, you no longer have it. It can't contract and put the bile salts in the food. So the food goes into the intestinal tract without the bile salts. The liver is making the bile salts and the, the bile salts are released and they're way behind the food, so there's a timing issue. So, if you do not have a gallbladder, you really need to take, for the rest of your life, uh, call. It's going to replace what the gallbladder did. And a lot of people will have come in, they had their gallbladder removed, and now they're getting this constipation. Constipation. If you're eating three meals a day, how many bowel movements a day should you have? Three. Yes. And if you don't have three bowel movements a day, it's like sending three trains into a tunnel. We send three into a tunnel. Guess what? Three better come out the other end or else there's a train wreck somewhere. And that's what Dr. Rob and I do is we help to fix and repair train wrecks. Isn't that correct, Doc?
1: Well, you could say that. That's a a good way to put it.
0: Yes, and that's exactly what we do. And uh, a lot of times, uh, everybody's a unique and different individual. So a lot of times we have to customize these to your particular needs. Uh, One thing that I I know we run into quite a bit is peristalsis, especially if you haven't had that bile salt. Peristalsis is where the intestinal tract should contract and relax and move things through the uh, intestinal tract but over many, many, many years of not having proper diet and not having enough fiber in our diet because it's all being removed, it's all being processed out, you will lose that peristalsis. And there's a way that we get that back in uh, so that we can actually train the intestinal tract, so to speak, to get that peristalsis back in. And if you don't train to get your intestinal tract trained up like that then you'll be on stool softeners the rest of your life so
1: this is a big area where there's a lot of uh people who come and um either they're handling it with some kind of fiber or something um but if you have to take something if you first off if you've got a good diet with uh you know whole foods but you still need the help That means that there's something missing in there either. Say you do say you are missing your gallbladder. Well, that's something that you're going to have to supplement for that. But if there's something going on with constipation, diarrhea and your diet is good, uh, then that's this is that gap where the supplements uh, that we're talking about, concentrated therapeutic food in the form of a pill or tablet is going to have to be what will make up that difference and get your body to heal. Uh, so that you can get that function back. That's poor function that affects your life a lot more than people realize.
0: Right, and it's gradual and very, very slow, so they don't realize where what, where, where it's coming from or what's happening. Now, we can't leave the gallbladder without talking about gallstones. Gallstones yeah. are basically cholesterol uh, stones in there. Uh, a lot of times people, I'll ask them, why did you have your gallbladder removed? Well, they found stones. Well, those stones can in the long run be flushed out, uh, before you flush them out, you want to turn them into mush as much as possible. And again, a product that we use for that is called fast food liquid. There's also another one that's been used for thousands of years called Royal Breakstone. It's what we, uh, what, what the uh, brand name is. And we carry all these products I'm talking about, by the way. Uh, but, uh, What we do is we get in there. If we know that there's uh, uh, gallstones, they're usually found by accident. They're having an ultrasound done done for something and they can find them. You can actually have an ultrasound done just to see if there's stones in there. Uh, Then we can go in there and then soften those stones up. And then you can actually do a flush, an overnight flush, they call it, and actually push those stones out. Or we just turn them to mush and you don't have to do the uh, flush. Uh, in that area there sometimes it's just they turn into mush and the body just gets them out of there yeah, so
1: that, that liver gallbladder flush is pretty popular you hear about that quite a bit but you don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to do that uh, all at once in fact it's better to do it on um, uh, kind of a low and slow uh, way so that you get that out and because um, I've, I've heard of this uh, that uh, people might get the gallbladder gallstone stuck when they do those flushes
0: Right. It depends on the size of the stone. That's why it's always good to get an ultrasound. So a lot of times they'll measure those for you too and tell you if they're big or small. The other thing is if you're having a gallbladder attack, uh, that's the thing that gets most of the people. They'll do anything to get that gallbladder out of there and stop the pain. That fast food liquid, you could take a squirt. What we mean by a squirt is as much as you can suck up in the uh, eyedropper, you put that in a glass of water and you drink it and it will stop a gallbladder attack, uh, and then the, the um, pain eases down, and then you got time to think and be able to uh, handle, the, uh, handle that. Uh, I had a guy that was actually listening to the show here. He was in the hospital. They wanted to remove his gallbladder. He didn't want it removed. Heard me on Sunday, came in on Monday, got the fast food liquid, And started taking it because he was having pain in the gallbladder attack. And I said, if you can wait till Monday, we'll be open on Monday. He was there at the front door, got his fossil liquid and kept his gallbladder. And about three weeks later, he came in and became a patient. (laughs) So uh, it can be done if you know uh, the right things to do and the right things to take. And that's what Dr. Rob and I do is we guide you onto your road to better health. Uh, We're kind of like if you went on a safari, you got to have somebody know where the uh, tigers are and be able to avoid those things. All right, doc, we're going to wrap this up and uh, we'll be here next week. Next same time, different uh, day and have a great father's day.
1: You too. Happy father's day. Strives to provide
0: accurate and trustworthy information. The advice given on this program is based on a short description of symptoms given by the caller and is given with the understanding that neither the station nor the host is offering a diagnosis or cure for any health related condition. No sick.